Hey guys, this is Dr. Ashley Dawson, and I'm super excited to share my journey with you and what it takes to build this startup from the ground up. I hope that my story adds value to your practice, career, and even your life. I also hope that you can learn from the successes and challenges because boy, will there be challenges ahead. So buckle up and join me on this journey. Are you ready for this season? Let's do this. For everybody listening right now, Ashley went to overseas, travel the world. But yes, (laughs) uh, so you went, you got a personal COVID test. That's where you found out. I mean, you stopped there. Was it easy to come back in then or no? So it was. So I was right before we were recording everybody. I was just telling Michael, I just recently got back from Italy slash Ireland. We had a, a quick layover there, but to come back into the States, even if you're vaccinated, you have to have a negative COVID test within 72 hours of your arrival into the States. So my father-in-law, he actually told me about the test. I think it's by Abbott, A-B-B-O-T-T. And uh, I think the website's like emed.com. So we were able to order those tests like two weeks ago. And so it was $150 for six tests. And that self-test is accepted to get back into the United States when you travel abroad. So um, three days before we were able to arrive in the U.S., you just, you have to, you know, create a session. They get you paired up with a proctor. And then they walk you through, they have to see your box. They have to watch you open the box, make sure it's not tampered with. They kind of instruct you on this is what you do. You use your nasal swab. They have to, you know, do it three times on each side. And then you slide it into this little pouch and then it has like a liquid in it. And it will tell you in 15 minutes, if your test is positive, you look for the two lines, if it's positive or if it's negative, which is like a single line, basically like a pregnancy test. So you're obviously freaking out for 15 minutes. what your result is. And then they email you the results. And that was, you know, you just show it to them when you're flying back and you are all set. Is there another way, like, let's just say there was no issue going to Italy in the sense of like COVID or your health pass or anything like that. Was there? No, not really an issue. So I still took a COVID test going there, even because they keep changing the rules. And so like, like the two weeks before they said, it doesn't matter, you know, as long as you have your vaccination card. And then like last minute, I think that they might have like recommended, it wasn't a requirement as far as a COVID test, but before I go to the state or out of the states, I wanted to make sure this stupid test even worked. So I was like, I need to do a test run. So I did it anyway. Um, On but the you Abbott have, one, right? The Abbott. Yeah, the Abbott. Because mm-hmm, we got six. So my friend Melissa and I, we split it. So I got three tests. She got three. So I was like, let me just go ahead and burn through one on the way there just to like test, give it a trial just in case something happens. Like, I don't want us to like wait to the last minute to do it. And then like, we don't know how to do the test or something goes wrong. <laughs> yeah i'd be like pee on it no i'm just kidding but uh, i know right exactly it's like do, turn the camera away <laughs> do you so let's just say you you took because i know right now i think to leave europe they're kind of i mean to leave uh the states to go to europe aren't they saying like oh show your vaccine card and a negative covid test so like would i have to take the test three days before or two days before or no it depends on where you go. Each country has their own rules. So as far as getting into Ireland, because we had the layover there, I think I did have to have a negative COVID test, but into Italy, I did not. Okay. And so, yeah, like they were kind of strict, but I hope that people know that because like when you're checking in 
The lady, when we were going to Dublin, they're like, you are not getting on this flight if you do not have a negative COVID test and your vaccination card. So what if you didn't have that habit, right? Let's just say I just have my vaccination card, but I don't have my uh-huh. negative COVID test. I'm going into Dublin and then they're like, where's your negative COVID? Can I get it at the airport or no? I think it depends on the airport. I think a lot of them do have it, but then at that point, like you're going to miss your flight. Like you should have been had that. Dang, so <laughs> it's know, good like, to it's have the be- habit then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that mm-hmm. Abbott still, it took us, uh, it took me like 12 minutes to even get connected with someone and the results takes 15 minutes. So it's not like you can be at the gate and just do it real quick. You have to at least plan to- a little bit, but oh. if not, you can go cause it's an antigen test. If not, you can go to like a clinic or whatever. So that was our backup was that we were just going to find a clinic in Italy and do the COVID test. But I'm like, honestly half the people didn't even speak English when we were there we were in Lake Como which is gorgeous but like if I were my I almost got in the wrong taxi and the guy was like oh I don't speak English and I'm like oh lord I'm like trying trying to trying to show him my ticket like where I'm trying to go to like get ready for the wedding like with my friends and then he was like no 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 like you have to wait so I was like okay (laughs) well yeah Ashley, what do you expect? You're in Italy. They're going to speak their language. Not- I know. And you know what? It's at least similar to Spanish. So I was like speaking yeah. a little bit of Spanish and they were like kind of understanding, but. Um, that's true. It's yeah. kind of similar. Okay. Yeah. So that's good to know. So on the way back. Yeah. That's when they're like, did you take a, I was just thinking like, okay, you can probably take a test somewhere in Italy or like a hotel yeah. there and then come back. But basically the Abbott COVID thing right the Abbott one yeah. is the best mm-hmm. best thing yeah to I totally recommend like if you're gonna do it at least you have it you don't have to have any question about oh I have to find a clinic and just get the Abbott tester like I said 150 they took about I think what like a week or two weeks to come and at least you have six so I have one extra one in case you know something happens I feel like I have symptoms I don't even have to go in it's just like a quick rapid test and I think it mm. says it's um 90 ish percent accurate maybe even like a little bit higher than that as an at-home test and that's accepted everywhere like all uh yeah I mean it's accepted at least in the states I know of um but they I mean they took it when I went to Dublin and um in Ireland as well okay so, cool yeah that's awesome okay about other countries but it was a great time it was beautiful we had we had you know a lot of uh a lot of people in Dublin, though, were um, unfortunately on drugs. So like me and Melissa were just trying to enjoy our beer at the pub. And it felt like the walking dead, like people kept like coming up to us and like touching the table and like so on drugs. Know. Yeah, because the guy was like, be careful. Like there's, you know, sometimes crackheads, <laughs> the guy, the taxi <laughs> driver, he's like, be careful going there. Lots of crackheads. So we're like, OK, well, we want to go see what it looks like. But he warned us. Definitely. Yeah, it was very interesting. It was gorgeous in certain parts, but some alleyways were like, oof, let's not go down. Yeah, I would think it's the same thing as like, like, hey, go to L.A., but L.A., there's a bunch of crackheads, you know. Yeah, Would it be the same thing or no? Or there's like. No, I mean, I I don't know. It's been a while since I've been in L.A., but I mean, he wasn't lying, though. I felt like kind of bad and like they were like fearless. They will walk up to you like they don't care and like. You know, we're like patting people on the back, like touching you. We're like, we need to, <laughs> me was like, we need to go. So that was, how long did you stay in Dublin for? Just one night. Uh-huh. Yeah, because we just had a one hour or a one day layover. Is this your first time out of the, not your first time, right? 
or is it? No, no. I've been to I've been to Greece. I've been to the islands. You know, the DR. Um, yeah. I've been to uh, where else did I go? I went to Paris and London. But other than that, like this is my only other time in Europe. That's a lot. <laughs> You're like other oh, than really? all those other spots. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's people I know who've never even like That's left there. You know what I mean? Like. I yeah, but I mean, I know that Dublin has a lot of great areas, but I think we were just in a in a in a rough area. Uh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And then you went to Italy. That, did you need your health pass? Because I know they say that a lot in Europe. Like, oh, yes. provide your what is yeah, that? Yeah, we had to fill it out. I had to like go to like your health pass or something. They they give you the website when you're like trying to check in. Because trust me, they will not let you go through security until you got all your forms forms filled out you have to bring specific forms or you fill everything out there you you can fill it out there or in advance it's like a link and then they email you the completed like pdf but like no one i don't think anyone even told me that when i was checking in so when i got there i think i was telling everybody i was telling michael before we hit record that they deleted my ticket going to europe so that was a hot mess when I got there. So I didn't have a ticket and I didn't have the forms and my flight left in like an hour, 20 minutes. And I was outside of security. So they're like, okay, here's this form, fill it out. We're going to try to figure out how to get you a flight. Like you are, we need to get you a ticket again. I was like, here we go. Was this in Dublin or this was in? This is in Charlotte. And then, um, then we were delayed when we landed because I had like a two and a half hours layover in Boston and so I had to like go out, take a bus, like run and like get to the other gate that was like a mile away for international <laughs> flights. Wedding. Yeah. And I see Melissa still struggling and she hadn't even checked in yet. I'm like, okay, at least we're going to be here together, not paying attention to directions clearly. <laughs> yeah. I'm filling out these forms. It's it's comforting though, knowing that you're not on your own. You know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, all right. hundred percent. I was like, oh, she's sweating just as much as I am. Like, I feel so much better. <laughs> no, I'd rather be like misery loves company. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather be like struggling together than like kind of doing it, but I don't know if I'm doing it on my own. You know what I mean? Like oh, I was panicked. I was like, this man was trying to show me to the bus in Boston. He's like, Oh girl, where are you going? The eight terminal, you must be going somewhere far. I'm like, sir, I need you to show me to this bus right now. Like, I don't need any extra comments. He's like, okay, girl, come follow me. Okay, so girl. we're like running down the escalators. He's like, okay. And then I like pass the bus out. He's like, no, ma'am, come back. And you went too far. And I'm like, oh Lord. So I had to run back. And then he's like, you gotta wait right here. I was like, okay. It was like such a hustle. That's that's stressful. Cause like for me, I like airports because in the sense I'm like, I can get there eat me something, mm-hmm. give me some pay. But then when you're rushing, you're like, you don't even have any time to do that. And then 100%. You're pay that. I thought we were going to go into the American Airlines lounge. Get us <laughs> a nice like drink. Nope. Opposite, opposite experience. <laughs> the, 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 man, that's, that's awesome though. How yeah. quick question. Uh-huh. How was your practice open throughout this whole time or no? So my team was still here. So I, and some people may be like, hey, you're too generous. I don't know if this is going to bite me in the butt. I will let y'all know in a future episode. But I want my team to be able to um, still get as much of their hours or at least like partial hours while I'm away. Because I'm actually away a lot like for this wedding. And then I'm going to an implant course in two weeks. So I'm going to be gone again. So I personally don't feel like it's fair to make them suffer and not be able to pay their bills and whatnot because I'm like constantly out of town. 
for stuff. So I had them come here and do some admin things, like make sure that they're answering the phones, restock, deep clean. I was like, hey, you need to each have five systems written down because we're trying to systemize everything and just write it down and just kind of um, save everything on their public shared like desktop you know, throughout the whole office. Mm-hmm. So it's like how to check a patient out, you know, how to enter a payment, how to set up in the operatory, how to do the spore test. So it's like, y'all need to have five systems each when I get back. And then we have the new team member, uh, Daylin. And so I had Haley work with her. I'm trying to, you know, practice with her phone skills, getting her onboarded. So they were still, they were still here doing, doing things for sure. So they were, not there unsupervised, but they were there. They were, they were here unsupervised. I was not here. No one else was here. I mean, I was a creeper and like I have a camera in the front desk area and like the exit. So I would just kind of check in. I was like sitting by the pool in Italy and I was like, oh, let me just make sure what they're doing. And then I saw them twirling around in the chair. So no way. I texted them. And I said, how's it going? And they're like, it's going good. I'm like, yeah. Are you guys chatting? Are you guys <laughs> guys working? And they're like, oh. And then they like kind of straighten up. I'm like, I'm watching you. Not trying to be a creeper, but. Do they know what? that? Do they know that it was you watching them or no? Oh, oh yeah, they know. They like waved. They're like, yeah, I'm watching y'all. I'm like, check in. <laughs> what is what is what bothered you though? Like that they were just taking a break or just one. Daylin, I think she was like texting and then mm-hmm. like was like kind of twirling in the chair. And then I forget what Haley was doing. But I was like, Mm-mm. maybe like just chatting like to each other. Well, it's just fine. Like, I, I mean, because I was like kind of watching it for a while just to see like, OK, maybe I just got like a glimpse of like the wrong moment. Oh, my God. These girls, they chatting. Ain't not oh, doing they, they were like, it's been 30 minutes. They're still. Yeah, in like oh. 15 something, 20 minutes. I'm like, y'all still haven't done nothing? Mm-mm. Yeah. On your cameras, can you listen in or no? Yeah, no, I can listen as well. It doesn't like save except for I think maybe, I think the cutoff is like maybe like three days or maximum a week of like um, things that are saved as far as audio. But the actual um, camera itself, I think it's a little bit longer because it's on the cloud. But the audio is the one that doesn't save as long because I didn't pay, want to pay extra for that. So <laughs> This is ADT? Yes, ADT. Oh. They really upped their technology. I was actually pretty impressed. Yeah, I remember when I was like a kid at ADT, like it was just like the keypad. And then yeah, I was like, like let's just yeah, keep the sign so people know and not yeah. have the actual service. But Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's interesting. That's cool. Okay, so I mean, it's not cool that they were, I wouldn't say slacking off, but they were just like, you know, taking a more than long right break. and I told them because we just had our because we have a monthly team meeting so we just had one on Wednesday it's always the first um, Wednesday of every month for about an hour I don't want to be like oh you guys do this 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 wrong I was like yeah you guys are doing this really well like I always have like a you know recognition slide like hey like this is what you're doing really well but I'm like we have to make sure we're staying productive like I want you guys to constantly be in the mindset of what do I need? What needs to be done? Like, what can I do right now? Like you need to always be looking because there's always something. And I'm like, if you get bored, you're not sure. Like, just let me know. Like I will find something that can be helpful. Even if it's like, go check the mail. Like, you know, we need to like do like little things like that. And we always need to be working. Like there should be minimal downtime when we're just chatting. Cause that means that we're not being productive. 
That's good. That's really good. Yeah. But to keep an eye on them like that. How did yeah. the how did that monthly team meeting go then? Like were people everybody was on board with everything? Yeah. Um, I think so. Let me let's see. I actually I was just gonna run through my my meeting here. I was like working on it and my husband was like, you need to make this like more of your brand. So it took a lot of time to like get my colors right on my PowerPoint <laughs> and everything. But um, but no, it went really well. Again, we always start with mission, vision, core values. Thank you for like, Hey, like you're doing this really well. Uh, I always share like our latest five-star reviews and I have them read it out so that like, they feel like, you know, like you're part of this, like you, like the reason why they left this is because we're a great team and you helped us accomplish this. We have some videos that we have to watch because we have the scanner and yeah, I was just like, Oh yeah, we, we've been snacking too much in the front desk. And so I'm like, no, we need to minimize that. It only needs to be in the back. Can't be having all your Cheetos and your candies and your Coke bottles. I'm like, because if you walk into the Ritz Carlton, you don't see them with a whole bunch of snacks. You see nothing, right? Yeah, in the front, yeah. In the front. So that needs to be not in the front. Like patients see that and it's not a good look. So nip that in the butt. So we've gotten better about that. And just um, we go over our scorecard because I know we're going to do some updates. But do you want me to go ahead and kind of go into that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Again, we had an improvement, but I, I still want more. But our, our August scorecard, we had 30 new patients. We had an average 3.7 patients per day. Our production was 24,400, but then adjusted production was 18,273. Our top referral resources were from Google and Facebook. And then we got seven five-star reviews. The last when? That was in August. Oh, wow. It's going pretty good. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I, again, I still I still want a little bit more, but I think that we did well because in July, of course, we weren't open like a full month in July, just a partial. But in July, I think we had 20 new patients. We I think our production was like 7,500 or like 8,000. So we definitely had an improvement on that. I think we had like six or seven five-star reviews. Yeah. And then top referral, it seems like Google's kind of like our, our main driver, but we've been recently getting a, a decent amount of walk-ins. Like one guy on was that Monday, Monday, he, of course, we're about to get me some green. So he's waiting for them to open sitting in his car and he walks in because we had a, a, someone reschedule and he was like, Hey, I was waiting. I've not been to Dennis in two years. And so my Haley was like, all right, we have an opening. You want us to see you right now? He said, sure. So we got him in. I did his cleaning checkup. He actually has a toothache on the lower left. So he's going to come back to get a couple teeth out and um, get some treatment done. Yeah, that's cool. What your new patient numbers, have they projected wise? Like, are they going to be better this month? Um, I think so. So let's see here. So Monday we were closed. Tuesday we had two new patients. Um, Wednesday we had four new patients. Tomorrow we have five new patients. Wow. So I think we're looking really good. And we already have people scheduled like on Monday. I have a new patient on Wednesday next week. I have two new patients scheduled. And like the week after that, we already have three new patients. So I think we're looking really good so far. Where are they mainly coming from? Google search insurance. So a lot of Delta people are like finding us on the Delta website as far as like the list of providers. 
but I would say either Google or directly from their insurance because we're in network with Delta, Cigna, and Humana. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. yeah, you're getting like like what when is it tomorrow? The next following day, five or tomorrow, right? Or no? Yeah, tomorrow we have five. Dang, that's good, man. Mm-hmm. You're doing good. Then, oh, how was it coming back? Did you feel like everything was back on track, on board, or were you like, holy crap, I'm a little lost. I need to hold on. Give me a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I felt, I felt fine. I think I was ready to come back because I've been reading the, um, the, what is it? Uh, Fred Doyle book. Everything's marketing. I was reading that on the plane. So I kind of felt like, you know, when you like listen to that podcast or read that one book, you're like, all right, boom, let's go. Let's do this. You know? (laughs) So I felt kind of motivated when I came back and inspired. So I was like, all right, like I think it reignited me. So then I was, I was definitely very tired because the time zone is like all crazy. We're two different time zones over there. And I went to sleep early the night before. And then I, my, we saw the first patient at seven 30 on Tuesday, right after I got back, I landed, I think at like 6 PM. So I was kind of struggling a little bit in the beginning, but then after that, I was fine. Like I was excited to be here. So it kind of pushes you through. What are you going to implement now that you like from the book? Because I've read that book a couple of times. Like, what were you thinking to where you're like, oh, snap, fire's lit now. Like, I'm going to do this. I think that like, I keep forgetting that because he makes a big deal about like, we have the ability to literally change someone's life. And he's like, if you don't think that someone, you know, they spent $20,000 to get, have better occlusion, better oral health and like that it's worth it. then he's like, you basically have a problem. So it's like, you know, like, don't feel bad to be able to like, um, explain to patients that if they need these things to become healthier, because I feel like sometimes we're like, oh, like with the patient, if they can't afford it or like, you know, finances, we try to like focus on that, but it's like, what's going to help the patient become healthier, be unapologetic about like being able to provide that service and to explain that to the patient and to present that to them. So I think that I've always had kind of like a block. It's like, oh, like, you know, I kind of, I guess for lack of better terms, like judge. And like, I try to, like, I'm almost presenting this plan and explaining it through the lens of what I feel like they may or may not be able to do or what they might want to accept, but I can't present it like that. I have to be able to just present the information without my own emotions affecting it. I think that that just really affects your delivery as well of information. So like, that was kind of nice to be like, okay, at the end of the day, like the things I'm recommending is going to help this person become healthier and happier and better self-esteem. Don't feel bad. You know, don't let some barrier prevent you from explaining that and expressing that. Yeah. I remember like a mentor of mine a while back kind of said like, you want to almost feel so bad that they didn't get you're like, you know what I mean? They're not going with your service, your product right, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Accepting your treatment because you know, it will change their lives. Exactly. And if they say no, you want to be like, oh my gosh, like what is, why? Yeah. Like you want to feel bad right. in that sense. Not like, oh, I feel bad that I'm charging you this much. So right. you know what I mean? But, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think, I think that's true. Like what you said, like we got to kind of just be like, man, like you, I don't think you understand how much you need this. Right. 
Yeah. So that was definitely like something that I feel like that stuck out to me. And then just like how we answer the phones. Like I knew that that's something that we needed to do anyway, but then I felt like I was like, Oh crap. Like we need to be better. Like we need to be able to answer the phone. Cause we're spinning. First of all, you need to answer the phone. So I reemphasized <laughs> to my team within yeah. the next two maximum three rings, y'all need to be sprinting. So like literally Haley, someone did call and she literally sprinted. She's like, thank you for calling. She's like, are you okay? She's like, I'm sorry. I was like, well, like take a breath. But, but she literally sprinted, but I'm like, we need to answer this call. Cause if we miss it, like chances are they're going to call someone else you know, they're not going to, most of the time, they're not going to leave a voicemail and we're spending all this money on marketing. And these are all missed opportunities because we're not by the phone. But when we do answer the phone, we need to do it well. Like we need to show energy, empathy. Like that's our first point of contact other than the website. So like, we need to make sure that we're executing because if they don't like the phone call, they're not going to come in. They might schedule because they feel bad to just go through the phone call. But then, you know, it's possible that they're not going to show up or for whatever reason. So like that was another like, oh, crap, like we need to tighten this thing up with our phone yeah. calls. Man, dude, that's 100 percent long time ago when I used to do like just consulting for ground marketing. Like, you know what I mean? Like where I was actually in people's practices or not yeah. in there, but like talking to them. That's all I know, by the way, just ground marketing. So then like <laughs> it wasn't until do you know who Sandy Pardue? Yes. OK, so <laughs> one time she was working with an office that I was working with. And then she's like, dude, they don't need any more new patients. They just need to freaking answer these phones. And I was yeah. like, oh, and the person in the front would answer it like, dude. Okay. So let me ask you something on lunch break. Is there still somebody answering phones or no? Yes, there is. But there have been a couple times where that's why I have extra people in the front, like between Daylin and Haley. I'm like y'all have to alternate your lunches. So like they did yeah. better this week. I'm like, there's no reason why there's not always someone up front. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because this practice, everybody took lunch at 12, 12 mm-hmm. to like 130. Mm-hmm. And that's when like the rest of the world also take lunch. And yeah, the and that's takes when lunch. they have a free time to call. And pe- phones would ring and everything. And everybody's like, no, we deserve our lunch. We uninterrupted. Let's not answer it. And we're like, All I right. guess this is true. But they noticed like tons of phone calls were being missed and What's the point of paying for marketing if like nobody's answering, people can't convert. So that's true, man. I I agree. It's so true. And then like how you answer it. Cause like, I like realized that like, I love Haley, but she was a little bit monotone and like, you know, the guy was like, oh yeah, I haven't really like come into, you know, the dental office because of COVID. He's like an older gentleman. You know, I was really nervous. She's like, okay, what day you want to come in? I'm like, no, show empathy. I'm like, oh my gosh, like we understand that's so, you know, it's been such a scary time, but don't worry. We're, you know, taking the the measures necessary to make sure everyone is safe. Like, you know, give them reassurance because that's what they want to hear. Not like, okay, when you want to come in, you know, like, <laughs> like you have when to you take that. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, I have a toothache. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Like toothaches are the worst. Like I, I am so sorry about that, but we will get you in and we'll get you taken care of. Like make a comment about it. Cause it makes people feel better. Like you're not just going through the motions of scheduling them. I can't tell you how many times, like I've paid a little bit extra just because I'm like, Oh, I felt a connection with uh, that person on the phone. You know what I mean? Like nice. they understood my, they were friendly. They were nice. They were better than like, yeah. you want to come in. You know? Exactly. So I've been working on them. So we actually, me and um, Daylin and I, we practiced this morning cause you know, she 
butchered a couple calls this week with me standing. She's like, I think it's because you were standing there. I was like, I think we just need to practice more. Not a big deal. This is new to you. Like, you know, I need to make sure I'm giving the resources because she's done front office academy, like training, they go over phone skills, but until she actually applies it and gets more comfortable with dentistry, it's going to be rough. So, but we practiced, we did some different scenarios. So I sat in the break room and I called the office. And so she practiced like new patient calls. I'm like, okay, if she's pregnant, like, you know, make sure it's like, oh, how far along you? Congratulations. That's super exciting. You know, um, well, typically we'll need a medical clearance. Let's go ahead and get all that information for you. You know, like just practicing different things. Yeah. But you know what? I think, man, like it's good that you know this, right? Like you do this you're kind of like wearing all the hats right now and training them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then I think about other practice owners who are like, you should know this. I don't know how to do this. You do this. You know what I mean? And then they just kind of tell them like, you do it. That's kind of like a bad thing, I think, you know? Yeah. You need some guidance. And, and I told her, look, I've never owned a practice a day in my life. Well, I guess since July 12th, but I mean, I'm new to this too. So we just have to have patience with each other because I've never had to train anyone on how to answer a phone and how to talk to patients in a dental practice setting. I've never done that before. So of course I've read books, listened to podcasts and like watch these videos, but this is also new for me too. So I need feedback. How do you feel? Zero to 10, zero. Like you feel like you will botch every call to 10. You know, she's like, I'm a five, but I might kind of feel like I'm a four. And I'm like, well, why do you feel like you're like, what brought you down to a four? And she's just like, I think I just get nervous talking on the phone. She's young. She's used to literally texting and emailing people. Oh my gosh. So she's used, she's got phone anxiety. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's like, I'm used to human interaction or like texting, you know what I mean? So she used to work at Francesca's like retail. So she's like, if I don't see their face, like it's really kind of awkward for me on the phone. Dude, if she's really into human interaction, you should send her out for ground marketing. Be like, yeah. Okay. And she, yeah. And she like, she volunteered to do that. She like wants to do like the social media. She's like, oh, I want to do TikTok. Like there's like di- different things that she's like really good at, but then the phone kind of scares her. And I'm like, okay, well, at least we know that, you know, like how do we address it and like go towards our fears so that you're not scared of it anymore. But yeah, like, like you said, like figure out like if that's a strength, like how can we really double down on her strength as well? Yeah. It's crazy how we get afraid of the unknown. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're obviously in person will be like, if you re- get rejected in person, that's like much more like, ah, over right. the phone. It's like, I mean, they're not reject. You're not rejecting anybody because you're, they're calling you. You know what I mean? So it's just right. kind of like, it's just more, I guess, knowing what to, and she's so new too. Yeah. That's she's so new to life. She's just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> she's new to life. Yeah. For real. Yeah. She's new to adulting. She's just new to everything. Yeah. How did this feel? Did you feel like, how was it vacationing? Were you able to unwind and everything? Or were you like, oh my gosh, 24 seven, I'm thinking about the practice. What's happening? Um, I think it was a little bit of both. So like I had moments where I was like really enjoying like in the moment, like the wedding was great. I had so much fun. I was just like really soaking it all up. But then like when I, like when I was doing something, I was enjoying it. But when I was just sitting there in the hotel or like getting, you know, waiting for my friend to get ready or like sitting at the pool, I'm like, all right, what what are they doing in the practice? Let me check these emails. What's going on? And then a little bit of heart palpitations. But then I was like, put my phone away and just literally enjoy this vacation. 
right now. Cause I don't, I'm in the early stages. So it's not like I have like a ton of emergencies or anything where I'm worried about like someone calling, but I was, you know, it was such a tug of war. I feel like. Yeah. I would think it would have been like more at the beginning. You're always like, Oh my God, what's happening. What's going on. What should I yeah. be doing? I gotta be doing something, you know? Right. Right. Well, I mean, I definitely was like, all right, I gotta like, you know, make sure we have enough patience. But the fact that like before I left, like we already had people on this schedule. So right now we have at least one person scheduled every single day that we're open in September and it's September 9th. I feel good about that. Like tomorrow we have five patients, like Monday, we have some fillings, a new patient and stuff like that. But even like, so the 28th, I'm going to be gone. So there's going to be a few days I won't be here, but the 27th, like even on the 27th, we already have two new patients scheduled. Have you had any no-shows recently or no? Oh, yes. I had two no-shows on Tuesday. New patients. I had two new patients no-show, one of which Flex confirmed, which I don't know how that happens because you literally texted C to confirm. And the other one, I kind of felt like they were going to cancel because they are out of network. And we basically kind of was like, Hey, like, you know, at least come in, let's just take a look at it. But I don't think that they like that they were out of network, but we still tried to get them scheduled, which we got all the information, but my hunch was that they were going to probably cancel. But the other one, I'm really disappointed because young girl Delta insurance confirmed. Surely I thought they would come in, but. Are you reaching back out to them or no? The ones yeah. So we, um, we called them the day of, we always call them if they're 10 minutes late. And then um, I think Haley called on Wednesday, but then they didn't answer both times. On Tuesday itself, it went, it rung once and went to voicemail. Do you text them or no? No, just the automated ones about quick reminder. So yeah, so let's maybe text. Yeah, send them like a text, like be like, hey, what up? You know what I mean? But not like that, but you know what I mean? Like say kind of like, hey, you know, we missed you or we understand things are happening. Write that down. Um, I like that text. But yeah, to follow up, like you're a part of the ground marketing course. I even talk about it on there, how to follow up through text. I know, Michael, there's so much information to remember. (laughs) It's not even, it's not even like about specific. I mean, you could make it to about ground marketing, but it's, it's on there. You know what I mean? I know. I got to get my life together. I'll admit that on air. (laughs) But you know what? As long as if you went to Lake Como within the next, uh, within, you know what I mean? Within this month, your life is pretty together you know yes but, that uh, is very true because it was gorgeous and we were on some cute little 007 boat oh man i hear that place is isn't that where george clooney has like a home oh i think so i think i heard that man i'm so jealous gorgeous. that's i hear it's beautiful i don't know i that's yeah. where i any year retire there any year so hopefully oh 100 take me with you <laughs> <laughs> so then the no shows that you've had how are you, what are you guys doing or what systems are you building to kind of like prevent that now? Or, or to, I mean, I, I've never heard of a perfect system where you can prevent all of them, but you know what I mean? Slow it down. Um, so that's a great question because we do not have a system to prevent no-shows. However, in our book, Everything is Marketing, he mentioned about the doctor reaching out to them, just like, hey, just want to thank you for scheduling an appointment or something. We have these scheduled. Did you have any questions beforehand? And then it's like, you know, people are like, wow, like the doctor actually called me and then they feel more inclined and connected to come in. So I thought about doing that. 
you know, just kind of a quick reach out. And then it's like, it's like, oh, I already had that first interaction with the doctor and I feel comfortable. Like I can sense their personality and how they are like by the phone. They really put them at ease. I think that that might make a big difference. Okay. Um, any other suggestions? No, yeah, I think that's good. Like that texting, like I would always say, like I hated the other practice I used to work for where I was like just the front office. The office manager would always just like, even if they didn't confirm, she would still put it on the schedule. And I'm like, that's not even a, why? Like, why would you? (laughs) Yeah. So I would just like, um, fill that in somehow. Right. With something. Mm -hmm. And if the person did show, I'd be like, Hey dude, you got to confirm your crap, you know? Right. Right. That that was just, there's, there's many ways. I know like Sandy has a lot of ways. uh, All these other consultants have a lot of ways. Tell me about like Sandy's scheduling. Cause I've heard of her name, but I don't really know. Like, does she do like, online like zoom calls or like more in person or just like online training oh man she's been she does a lot she has like an institute she's been doing this longer than i think than both of us have been born like forever Mm -hmm. wow i don't even know but you would have to reach out to her i think it's just all like um through classes or something i don't know Oh, okay so but she has an institute all right i'll have to to look into that it's like a program but but you also have front office rocks don't you yes i have yeah front office academy I don't know what the difference is. Front office. Is it the same thing? I think so. It might have just, I think the name yeah. might have changed. I don't know. Yeah. Now, what are your thoughts on, and like from your experience, like seeing on the Facebook group or like talking to people like consultants, I know it's like a dirty word to some people, but like, what do you, what do you feel about it? Like, do people really do that early on in startups or do like people like wait after a year or what are your thoughts on that? Do you Didn't you use a consultant? I mean, yeah, to like build it, but like afterwards, I mean, after you've opened, it's kind of this, I don't know, everybody, everything's so different, right? Like, mm-hmm. and everybody's different. Like mm-hmm. I've, I guess I'll say this on air because like, you know, we're, we're on air and the audience is basically like, you know, our fam. So I've spoken with consultants where I've interviewed them on the podcast, on the other podcast, right? The dental marketer one. Uh-huh. And I've never aired their episodes because I'm like, Dude, you're, this is all so. Selling. Yeah. Just trying to. Like, it's it's just selling. It's horrible. Like I've heard bad things. I've confronted you on them on the podcast. Like if you hear the podcast, like I'll ask people like, oh, so like, you know, what do you think about this negative review that they said about you or whatever? Right. Right. You're like off air. They're like, hey, take that off. Uh, That's uh," I'm like, you're going through so many lawsuits and all these. So anyways. Right. It just depends, man. I don't want to paint a bad picture either because there's some really fantastic ones. What mm-hmm. do you feel like you need? Because I always think that. I always think. Like, why feel, would you want one? Yeah, I always think. But I always do think you do do need like mentors somehow in life, mm-hmm. either whether it's through books or, you know what I mean? Something like that. Right. I think that's what I'm struggling with right now because I think our team has a lot of potential. I just don't know if I have the ability to unlock that potential because of course you can play videos to your blue in the face, but until you actually implement it and know how to practice it and like put it to work. And sometimes I feel like people accept and receive information differently when it comes from someone else on the outside versus like, oh, here's my boss just telling me to do this again, you know? And I just, I feel like sometimes it's nice to have also someone hold me accountable for like making sure that I'm doing. So like, that's why I like having this podcast. I was like, Hey, like by the next time we record, I need to have these one-on-one meetings, which I do need to schedule our next one-on-ones. But Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I need someone to hold me accountable. That's how I've been my whole life with sports. And I feel like I'm just kind of free floating and I need like more structure. 
Like, I feel like I'm trying to create structure for myself, but I think I'm so used to other people being like, okay, like help me organize my thoughts, like make sure I do this by this time. And I, I mean, maybe that's why I liked having a consultant throughout my building process is because I need someone to give me deadlines and maybe I shouldn't have to feel that way, but that's just my personality. And that way it makes me more productive in a shorter period of time. Whereas if I don't, I kind of waste my time. I just sit there and do nothing. And then I'm like, yeah, oh, you know, man. like I'm not productive. hundred percent. Like, am I talking to myself right now? This is me every day. <laughs> like what is happening? I think the right. best, one of the things that somebody told me is like, Hey man, just be super simple about it at the beginning. Like right now. Right. Yeah. So I know right now we can dive into like all the details of like, oh, well, we should be saying this on the phone and next time do that. And then we should be like counting our AR, all these things. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think it's like simple. What do you need? Okay. So let me ask you right now. What is, what do you need done right now? Like right now to move the needle? I don't know which needle. There's so many needles. What Uh, is the, the main, the main goal here is, is what? The main ultimate almighty goal for the next, like, I guess, five years, like is what? I don't know, just have like systems and a polished team. <laughs> okay, systems and a polished team. That's yeah. like your goal. And right now you are making goals. I mean, you are making systems, right? You're like, guys, we need to yes. come up with more systems, more systems, yep. more systems. Mm-hmm. So then- But like being polished, like I feel like we're a little little rough around the edges right now. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and we're always going to be, you know what I mean? Like you're always going to, especially at the beginning- like I don't know. I guess I just want the team to think like me. And I know it's not going to happen overnight, but like, what would I say or do? I want them to like be accustomed to and, and do it. Yeah. That takes time though. Like, I think you got to, I just was going to say like, be simple about it and then prioritize and execute, prioritize and execute one by one, one by one. Right. But if you want everybody to be and think like you, then I think they'll, they'll adopt habits like you, but you know what I mean? They might, well, I don't want them to be robots too. I'm like, obviously have your own little twist to it, but at least have like a basic understanding of like how I think and how, what I would want done. But I think you want them to make decisions on their own that elevates or moves the needle. You know what I mean? Oh, I would love that in a perfect yeah. world, but that, I know that, they're not there yet. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it can get to that, but I don't know. What consultant were you thinking about, uh, to bring on? Well, I'm obsessed with Dr. Mark Costas um, with like DSI, Dental Success Institute, but it's so expensive, but I think it's probably worth every penny of it, but I, it's not in my budget right now. I think their price went up. Don't quote me on it, but I think it's like 30 a year or something. Dang. I know. I probably could have like negotiated and been like, hey, we're going to have you guys on the podcast or something. I know. I thought about that. I actually messaged one of the ladies, but she never messaged me back. But I probably should have just messaged, messaged someone else. <laughs> message Mark. Message Mark and be like, hey, man. Like, Yeah, I guess I could pull that string. So, yeah, I, I could probably do that because I love I'm Mark is just like who I want to be when I grow up, basically. <laughs> should dress up as him for like Halloween. Yeah, I'm Dr. Mark Costas. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Kira Dent is awesome. She has the dental A team as well. So I actually just reached out to them not too long ago. So I'm supposed to have a call with them to kind of talk about maybe what they offer. Cause I know she works very closely with Mark. I believe that they do have like a year commitment, which probably most consultants probably have some level of commitment to just make sure that you stay committed and make sure that like you're trying to stay the course and know that it's going to take time, but I'll, I'll maybe kind of like hear them out to see 
but that's all the people I really know. I mean, Scheduling Institute, my old practice, they used them when I was at Layler Family Dental and that practice was on point. Like they were amazing, but I know that they're a little bit more expensive and so many people say that it's like very gimmicky or whatnot, but I think Shalini uses them. So I might reach out to her because I think they started using them maybe like six months, maximum a year ago. Yeah. Because honestly, if if that can happen, I, I don't know much about the Scheduling Institute. And I would let you know, like, I'm like, hey, man, I've heard bad things. But everybody you mentioned right now is pretty cool. So, like, I think, is that what you're kind of looking for? Like, hey, guys, Scheduling Institute, handle the front office, take care of them. Thank you. Right. While you're like doing your thing or like, you know, focusing on the practice and production and stuff like that. I would love to at least get a like them in here to do like some basic training, like get them up and going well so that we can build on it. But yeah, like I would love that. I would want to be involved with it still and like definitely go to the meetings. Like I want to know what's going on, but I think that they're going to be way better, more effective at training them than honestly I am. Because when we're practicing phone calls, I'm like, I don't know every little important thing or like how to get a patient to not cancel their appointment. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, fine. Cancel. I'm like, that's not the right answer. So <laughs> like, you know, like, Hey, like, you know, okay, well, I guess you could be like, Oh, well the next appointment's in like three months. Would you like to keep your appointment? You know, cause then people don't want to be scheduled out, but I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, you could do that then. Like, it looks like it's uh, I'm looking at their, information right now for scheduling Who? institute okay yeah they're like my last office also used it but that was the office where i talked about on the dental marketer he was a hot mess i did not like that office mm-hmm. and he like talked a big game but like he was never really present for his team and they would come and train and then every time they would come and train they're like literally this is a whole new room of people and every single time we come we don't know a single person yeah because <laughs> that's how much turnover he has Wait, so ideal practices doesn't provide this or no? Doesn't provide what? Like training for the front and all that stuff. They do. I just don't know if they only, do they only? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I know that they do kind of the whole, the whole shebang. Like they do front office, back office, phone training. They have like a 5X, like you want to get like five stars in your phone training. They do like, you know, your new patient tour. Like these are things that you need to do from the front to the back. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So they're kind of like all inclusive typically. Yeah. It takes, this is going to, it it takes, actually it takes time. You know what I mean? I know. Maybe I'm just being impatient. (laughs) But I mean, it's good to, to know, like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I don't, I'm willing to invest in my team. I don't know all the answers, right? Like, I don't know what I don't know. So let me put it in there. It's good to know that because there's people who are like, who don't do that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I just don't want to end up like my old boss. He's my what? motivation. <laughs> to not end up like him? Yeah. I'm like, whatever he did, I want to do the opposite. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah it was rough there. It was so bad. It was not a good experience for me. Yeah. But Okay. Anyway. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting then to see yeah, so where I'm you guys go that. with this. And But you yeah. mentioned like priority hierarchy. Like that's also in the book. What Fred also said, like, I think that we struggle with that as well. So like I have... um even like myself, but Haley's been trying to help us because we're trying to plan like an open house party, like sometime in October, but it's like, you know, we have like insurance things that we need to check or like certain things. I'm like, that can wait. (laughs) 
planning a party. We do not need to be doing right now. It is the middle of the workday. Like we need to hop on the call, you know, like verify insurances, call, confirm appointments, you know, do all these things. And so I explained that to the team as well. It's like, we just have to focus on like the things that need to be done. That's most important right now and not kind of wasting time on other less important things, being able to identify like what needs to be priority. That's good. Yeah. And I think that's going to like, just in life, like it's seasons, right? I think that's mm-hmm. going to change in the days too. Sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, all hands on deck on this. Cause like IT's down or whatever. Right. And that right. becomes a priority. So I think it's good to like create systems to like, in case that happens, when to go back to the priority, right? Not like, right. oh, we're still trying to figure out TikTok or I don't know, you know what I mean? Like whatever right. you want to, cause I feel like some people like can be doing busy work, making mm-hmm. it look like they're productive. But I'm like, you just spent 20 like two days doing one social media thing. You know what I mean? That like, oh my God, we got three likes. Great. You know what I mean? And right. So, well, how do you, uh, what do you feel like people do to combat that? Because I feel like I struggle with that with some of the team members now. I'm like, yeah, you're doing busy work, but like, that's not stuff that needs to be done. Oh, I know. Like to me, and this is, everybody has their own opinion, right? Like on this, but like when it comes to specifically like social media, especially that, like I do not care if I got like a hundred likes and a hundred new followers, I mean, I guess I should because it's like more brand awareness, but if that doesn't equal like butts and chairs or cheeks and seats, right? Like mm-hmm. then I'm like, this is, I can have a million and none of them, they can all be robots. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't really mm-hmm. care. So mm-hmm. if I know like, man, you spent how much on a freaking post, you know what I mean? And right. it didn't bring anything, then no. Compared to like, hey, I went out or I, I did something that, you know what I mean? Right. In. To me, that's that's a lot, lot more important. Yeah. So that's why I think it kind of comes like with anything, like it comes to prioritize like, hey, what I do with my team is like, I'm like, hey, look, you have like two hours to do this. If you do it in less than two hours, great. I'm going to pay you for the two hours. If you don't, then let me know. That way I know like, okay, let me reschedule this or do something else or maybe somebody else can do it better, you know, in mm-hmm. a certain amount of time. Because like, if I'm bringing you on, like everything has to be be better. You know what I mean? Not like, oh my gosh, I need time to figure this out because I suck. I I didn't bring you on because you suck, you know, and to teach you. So I guess it all depends because like your 18 year old or like the one who's 18, 19, that might be a little bit different, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's just a lot of time in the day where we could be more productive. So I have to figure out how to ensure that we're being the most productive that we can be. Anyway, but that's kind of my current struggle. I was going to ask you, like, where do you feel like people are lacking in productivity or efficiency? Um, I think in the, I think in the, in the front mostly, I mean, my dental assistant, she's good. She stays busy. And so sometimes I feel like the front needs to go back and help her a little bit more with like, you know, sterilization. Cause Haley, she does, you know, she's an assistant too, so she can break down a sterile. So sometimes Lori will be like, Hey, can someone help me in the back? And she'll be like, Oh, well, I have to finish this thing. And I'm like, no, get up. What you're doing is not as important because we have another patient coming in or we have to run these instruments before the afternoon. But it's like, oh, you know, like maybe she's like looking up the balloons for the party. Like we don't need to do that right now. That's not important. You need to get up and go help her. So then, so then, okay, that what helped us out a lot was, or like the practices we worked at was like Mm -hmm. almost creating a hierarchy of like what is important, right? So like- 
we would sometimes catch like, or it would be anybody, right? Like catch the office manager or something like, oh my gosh, our drawer is so dirty. I need to clean it out. Right. And mm-hmm. then they're like taking an hour, two hours cleaning out the drawer. And I'm like, no, that could have been time on like, you know what I mean? Emailing everybody about like a new membership plan or reminding them about right. a membership plan or calling for confirmations or whatever. Right. And then if it's like you're calling for confirmations all the time, but you're missing phone calls, it's like, okay, no, shut up about the calling confirmations or whatever that can wait towards the end of the day or, or maybe do an automated text right now, answer these phone calls. Right. So you see how like there's a hierarchy of like importance of like, make sure this is done. Then if that's done, then the next step, then, you know, then at the very end. Yeah. If it's your drawer is dirty clean it up but then right so like do you write this out for people or do you like just tell them and then like what if they forget because I feel like sometimes I tell the team like this needs to be done but then like they get in the moment and they like forget like oh yeah no dude like I you have to write it out like even if it's super simple like write it out make it into a checklist and that way there's like no excuses so like let's just say it's like you called for confirmation is like priority number one or answering phone calls is priority number one right Number two is calling for confirmation. And then if it's like, okay, if that doesn't work, then you already called for confirmations and everything like that, unscheduled treatment, blah, blah, blah. Then number three would be like, all right, ground market, right? Or or anything like that, or do something marketing wise Mm -hmm. in the community. And if they're like, eh, after they finish calling unscheduled treatment and stuff like that, you see them kind of like being busy. You're like, okay, now you can like throw in the accountability and say like, what the heck are you doing? Like, what, what are you doing on the next thing? If you're done with this, what's the next step? Oh, you got to go out and market. Right. And if they're right. like, Oh yeah, but I have to know that that's lower in the list. That is not even on the list. You know what I mean? Right. So don't worry about that. Right. Do the next step. And mm-hmm. then, you know what I mean? They go down. Right. But for us, it never got to the point where it was like, okay, you know, like clean your drawers or anything like that. Right. We always right. found, um, stuff to do or like we would yeah like I gave them a list to do and I'm actually gonna like look at it again with them because there were like some things that they didn't do like like I even said do the laundry so I come back and my white coats are still dirty (laughs) why didn't y'all like it was on the list what's going on I had it written down like that y'all had literally four days to do laundry (laughs) what'd you tell them yeah I was like that's like not okay like they're like oh yeah sorry we forgot like but you have to look at the list. Like, that's why we have one. Yeah. So like, there's no excuse. You have to like check it off. You know, like we have like a checklist and like, I think Haley even ended the day checklist, like checked off that she print reports, but when we're the report, she's like, Oh yeah, I forgot to do that. I'm like, don't be checking it off. <laughs> if you didn't even do it. Girl. I know. This is lying. <laughs> yeah. You don't lie now. So uh, I'm like, Oh Lord, girl, where the, where the reports at? Yeah. Oh, don't they? Don't they say in extreme, the book, I think it's the book, Extreme Ownership, when it yes. comes to performance, it's not what you yeah. teach, it's what you tolerate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm like, I feel like the last like week I've been like cracking down, I'm like, we need to do this. There's no excuse. Like, you know, I'll, I'll let y'all warm up to me, be nice, but like, I expect more from you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I had that meeting. That's what I kind of like the attitude I kind of went in with. And so I think that they like realize now, hopefully. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Awesome. So then now that we got this week done and everything like that, what's coming up for the next following weeks? So yeah, so next couple of weeks, like I said, I'm leaving the 28th to go to an implant course with 3D implants. So we just have two more full weeks and then that one Monday to do that. 
other than that, just getting the schedule full. Oh, and then I'm going to try to hopefully get a hygienist to start like one or two days in October because we're already getting a little bit booked out. Like I have like all these scalings, SRPs, like profies, new patients. So hopefully I can open up some more days with um, having a hygienist come because I, I saw her at another office when I temped there. And so she's going to look at her schedule and see, I think she's just, I'm not going to officially hire her, but just kind of have her fill in and just see how it goes. And then, yeah, go from there. That's pretty much it. And then just getting um, Daylin on board. And then Haley, she's out of, actually out of town today, tomorrow, and Monday. So we're like, ooh, doing all these things in the front. So there's a couple of patients where I'm like, I don't know if the fee schedule's in the correctly. So I have to go back and like, just kind of look at some things. But I in- entered my first payment myself yesterday because Haley was not here, insurance payment. Mm-hmm. So I did that successfully. She's been doing that the whole time and just keeping a log of it. But yeah. But yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah. that's going to be good. And guys, we are rounding out this season. Almost how many episodes do we have? This will be episode, I believe, 13. Oh my gosh. How many more do we have? The next week's the last one. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. Was, no, I'm just kidding. No, I was like, I was not prepared for that. <laughs> no, we have a couple oh more. <laughs> I was already getting sad. I'm like, no, this isn't goodbye. No. This is soon later. We we have a couple more, but um okay. yeah, guys, keep keep following, keep doing everything, keep reaching out. We love getting your guys' messages. And uh Ashley, sign us out. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for listening. It has been so much fun. If this is your first time, make sure that you go back to our first episode to catch you up on this amazing journey and make sure that you follow me on Instagram. My personal page is at Ashley underscore DDS and the practice page is at Dawson Modern Dentistry. And also please like us on Facebook, Dawson Modern Dentistry. We love to see our live ticker with Smurl increase every day with new likes. So um, definitely follow us on there. And thanks for tuning in. This is the making of Dawson Modern Dentistry. Dentistry.